Welcome back, Heming Brainiacs, for another podcast. We're talking about William Brown. Before we do that, though, Acoustic Eels has given me the heads, the heads up. Robert Herrick is tomorrow's poet, or today's poet, and he's a heavy hitter with 29 poems, so we might want to take a few days to read him. Good call. We'll read five of his poems today. We'll go from there. Um, it landed on an interesting night because I'm on holidays as of tonight. Um, heading up to far north Queensland to Port Douglas. So we're getting a red-eye flight, which means, um, well, I'll put it this way, our Uber to the airport is booked for 3.45am. So I'm not too keen to read 29 poems tonight. We'll just read the five. Um, Swim says a moment fishy says, Brown wasn't to my taste. He was great buddies, though, with our previous rhymy poet. There's an extensive uh, biography of Brown below pennyspoetry.fandom.com slash wiki slash William Brown bracket poet close bracket <coughs> is the link <laughs> for those playing along at home. Uh, I'm not going to read his bio though because it's, it is long and to be honest probably not that interesting. He was a poet. Um, not a very good one and he was buddies with another poet who was an even worse one. Uh, my favourite passage, says Swim. The rare qualities of Brown's... Oh, this is a passage from the biography. The rare qualities of Brown's work cannot blind us to the fact that he is almost destitute of constructive or narrative power. As a narrative poem, Britannia's pastorals is deplorable. The reader is perpetually passing from the woes of one fair one to those of another has great difficulty in making it clear to himself at any given time whether he is reading about Marina or Idea or Celia. The third book ends without any particular conclusion, and there is no reason why Brown should not have gone on in the same strain for half a dozen books more. <laughs> wow. Acoustic Eels has come in with a reply. I'm glad, in a shoulder fruit sort of way, that people have been bad at their art throughout history. I'm also glad in a the anxious perfectionism common to all creative types sort of way that it's okay that my work isn't the best in the world it still might get included in a prestigious anthology although I have to wonder what person of colour or woman poet was omitted so that Brown could have a space true I mean I don't think that the or maybe maybe I'm being hopeful here but I don't know if it was the person who compiled this book necessarily who omitted someone to include Brown I think maybe at this point we're just these are just the poems that made it this far through British history remember they are meant to be British poets so um, I mean actually no I, now that I say that I'm sure there would have been you know some some female poets out there but anywho uh, um, let's read today's poet it's a surprise a guy Born 1591, died 1674. Decent innings, not bad. Corina's Going a Maying by Robert Herrick. It goes like this. Get up, get up for shame. The blooming morn upon her wings presents the god unshorn. See how Aurora throws her fair, fresh quilted colours through the air. Get up, sweet slug bed and see the dew bespangling herb and tree. Each flower has wept and bowed toward the east. Above an hour since, yet you not dressed. Nay, not so much as out of bed. When all the birds of matin said, And sung their thankful hymns, Tis sin, nay profanation, to keep in 
Whereas a thousand virgins on this day spring sooner than the lark to fetch in May, rise and put on your foliage and be seen to come forth like the springtime fresh and green and sweet as flora. Take no care for jewels for your gown or hair. Fear not the leaves will strew gems in abundance upon you. <coughs> Besides the childhood of the day is kept against you, come some orient pearls unwept. Come and receive them while the light hangs on the dewlocks of the night, and Titan on the eastern hill retires himself, or else stands still till you come forth. Wash, dress, be brief in praying. Few beads are best when once we go a maying. Come, my Karina, come and coming mark how each field turns a street, each street a park made green and dimmed with trees. See how devotion gives each house a bow. Or branch. Each porch, each door, you this an ark, a tabernacle is. Made up of white thorn, neatly interwove, as if here were the cooler shades of love. Can such delights be in the street and open fields, and we not see it? Come, wheel abroad, and let's obey the proclamation made for May, and sin no more as we have done by staying. But, my Karina, come, let's go on Maying. There's not a budding, sorry, there's not a budding boy or girl this day, but is got up and gone to bring in May a deal of youth ere this is come back and white, back and with white thorn laden home. Some have dispatched their cakes and cream before that we have left to dream, and some have wept and wooed and plighted troth, and those their priests ere we can cast off sloth. Many a green gown has been given. Many a kiss, both odd and even. Many a glance, too, has been sent from out the eye, lover's firmament. Many a jest told of the keys betraying this night, and locks picked, yet we are not amaying. Whoop, sorry, I whacked my microphone then. Come, let us go while we are in our prime, and take the harmless folly of the time. We shall grow old apace, and die before we know our liberty. Our life is short, our days run our, as fast away as does the sun, and as a vapour or a drop of rain, once lost can never be found again. So when or you or I are made a fable, song or fleeting shade, all love or liking, all delight lies drowned with us in endless night. Then, while time serves and as we are, and we are but decaying, Come, my Karina, come, let's go a-maying. We'll go one more. To the virgins to make much of time. Sorry, I feel like I'm about to sneeze. So I don't want to start the poem. Alright, let's here we go. Gather ye rosebuds while ye may. Old time is still a-flying, and this same flower that smiles today, tomorrow will be dying. The glorious lamp of heaven, the sun, the higher he's a-getting, the sooner will his race be run, and nearer he's to setting. That age is best which is the first, when youth and blood are warmer, but being spent the worse and worse, time still succeed the former. Then be not coy, but use your time, and while ye may go merry, for having lost but once your prime, you may forever tarry. Wow. Alright, 
Um, you know, I want to discuss that first one at length. Um, so I'm going to stop there just with two poems, but that's all right. We'll continue tomorrow. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you from Queensland tomorrow.